at that moment, I realized what it was to be alone with the Lord. I'd never experienced that because you have to think I already had kids. And so all of these years um, that I'm growing my relationship with the Lord, it's like I had two small children and your time is consumed by them. Like that is our job as moms is to raise up our kids. And, and I had never felt what it actually felt like to be alone with the Lord until that moment. What does it mean to be obedient? Now, I know that we may have a lot of preconceived notions around this idea of being obedient or reverent or following the rules, but Autumn's going to talk to us a little bit today from a very different perspective on what listening to God and trusting Him, not what everybody else says or what a church says or what, you know, a higher, you know, certain person tells us, but what God says and what being obedient to Him can do for our lives. This is the start of a two-part episode with Autumn. We're going to release the second part of it tomorrow. Autumn is an amazing mom, a wife, a follower of Jesus. She also has her own ministry, Autumn Dawn Ministries, and is the author of a published book, A Titus Two Woman. But more importantly than anything else, she's just a girl who loves Jesus. Everything that I get to do and be is from an overflow of my relationship with Jesus. That's from her. So let's go ahead and jump in. Did you know that belief the size of a mustard seed is enough to move mountains? God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. I'm Shelby Hosfield. I have a colorful religious past and carried around a lot of baggage for far too long. 20 years after leaving the church, I discovered who God really is and that he was waiting for me the whole time. I do not want it to take you so long. God put it on my heart to help you, pretty girl, find grace, God's truth, and the amazing, unending, steadfast love of Jesus. We are building a relationship after religion and learning new strength in Him to do things we never thought possible. If God is for us, who can be against us? You are listening to Finding Faith Above. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Autumn and I did a little program together a few years back, and both of our lives have changed substantially since then. It has been a big journey, I think, for both of us. But from the moment that I met Autumn, I just, the moment I met you, I just knew that you were this amazing woman of faith. I, and just, I've always felt this crazy connection to you in this daughter of Jesus kind of way that has just been awesome. So uh, I am so happy that you decided to do this with us today and to talk a little bit more about, you know, where life has gone since we, you know, we did our little program together, but then also how Jesus is working in your life because he has done some big things for you. So I'm going to open it up first. Um, if you wanted to just tell us who you are and what you do. Yes, I first have to just say that I'm honored um, to be here and to be with you and that you even asked me to be a part of your podcast because that is huge to me. Um, One time (laughs) I was in probably eighth grade and I was asked to give my testimony and I felt like I didn't have one to give. And so I turned it down. And um, since then, 
growing in the Lord, I promised God that I would never um, do that again because I, I did have a testimony and I just didn't know it. And, um, that anytime I was asked that I would say yes. So I'm saying yes, and I'm here and I'm thankful, um, just honored. So thank you for having me on today. It's, it's incredible. Um, life has changed since then. Wow. I, um, at that time in my life, I was searching, even though I had a relationship with the Lord, um, I was still searching. I, I didn't have a, a strong identity in the Lord yet. I knew it in my head. I knew who I was in Christ in my head, but it hasn't, it hadn't went down to my heart. It wasn't, um, completely ingrained in, in who I was. So I was still searching, um, for whatever it could possibly be. And at that season of my life, it was, um, I was on a weight loss journey season and I was grasping anything to, to lose weight because I thought that that would be the key to unlock whatever was missing inside of me. And, um, boy, I was wrong. (laughs) Um, nutrition school was great, but it was not, um, the calling that the Lord had on my life. And I, I knew that, but I was still searching. So, um, I was grasping anything that was in the mix that maybe this is it, you know, that, that feeling of, well, let's try this because this might be, um, I'm really interested in this. And I, I really am interested in nutrition and taking care of our bodies and our, our body as a temple of the Lord. And so that was important to me, but, um, it wasn't the thing that I was supposed to be doing. It wasn't my calling. And since then, God has taken me on this incredible journey of um, discovering what he actually called me to do. And um, so now I'm here. (laughs) And these few short years later, God has radically um, transformed my life. And I'm excited to dig into that more today with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess let's just start at the beginning. So how did you grow up? Did you grow up knowing God? Did you grow up going to church? What, what did that look like for you? Actually? Yes. Um, my parents were saved at 30 years old. And so, um, I was born when my parents were 30 also. So at that time, um, their, their relationship was very new with the Lord. Um, but I got to grow up in a household that with parents that had a relationship with Christ. And, um, I'm so thankful for that. I'm so incredibly thankful because that gave me a foundation. Um, I know a lot of people do not get to start out with that strong foundation in the Lord. And if it, if they do start out with, um, with any sort of foundation, it's usually tied to some sort of religion. And so there's all kinds of laws and um, legalism and and all of these things that um, we are raised with that um, pull us in the wrong direction. And I thankfully um, was not raised in that. Um, Growing up, we did go to a few different churches, you know, Baptist churches, Methodist church, um, a cowboy church for a little while. 
and just different churches in town and the towns around us. And um, I think it, I was probably 11 um, whenever I decided to start going to church with some friends. And it was absolutely incredible because my my parents allowed me to. Um, there was no where we belong to this place. And so we have to go here. And I'm so thankful for that because um, I got to go with some friends to a, a very spirit filled church. And, um, that opened the door for, for my parents also. And so, um, yeah, I got to grow up with a good, um, Christian foundation that is, I'm very, very thankful for. That's awesome. Was there anything though, that kind of changed your life in any way to say like, okay, now I'm walking with Jesus. Was it at 11 when you went to church or did that happen later? Where did that, that love come from? Oh man, actually. (laughs) So it came very early in life. Um, as a, a young girl, I don't even remember exactly how old, but I know that I was very young, um, younger than 11. My parents were struggling. I'm the youngest of four children and the older two, my parents have like two sets of kids. So my older two siblings are 11 and eight years older than me. So I'm, I'm much younger than them. And, um, but as a young child, I remember my parents battling for their children, um, in addiction and, I was exposed to that at a very young age and, um, the heartbreak that comes with all of that. And I remember being with my mom who had an incredible, just an incredible relationship with the Lord. And I remember watching her, um, suffering. I mean, just struggling with how in the world did we get to this point? And how do I save my kids um, from addiction? And it was heart-wrenching. But I remember as a small child that um, Jesus was the only thing that she had. And I would watch her pray and I would watch her cry and I would watch her and she would write poems that the Lord had given her. And, um, I was very young and I remember all of that. And so that was really a a turning point in my life at a very young age that Jesus is truly all we have. And so that taught me, um, watching my mom taught me how to cling to Jesus, no matter the circumstance around us. And, oh man, I'm thankful because, um, I've went through some stuff as an adult that if I hadn't watched that and seen that as hard as it was, um, I could have went many, many different directions, but I had Jesus already from a very young age. So that was the first, um, occurrence. Isn't that like huge? I mean, that is so, so incredibly awesome that you found that at such a young age, because it takes a lot of us a really long time to know that exact thing, that Jesus is really all we have and that he will be there no matter what. 
we just have to ask and we have to, we have to want his help and we have to surrender to him. But that's not something that a lot of people, even today who say they're Christian know and, and walk in, they don't, they don't move that way. So how blessed you are to have learned that even though it came from really hard things, but a lot of times our relationship with Jesus comes from those really hard things. And so how beautiful that is that you had that so young. That's awesome. Absolutely. I mean, I'm incredibly thankful. I mean, and cause you're right. A lot of people do not find that until adulthood or late adulthood even. Um, so I was thankful. I am thankful that it came at such a young age, even though I still, um, in those teen years, <laughs> I still went my own way. I still did what I thought um, was best for my life and what I wanted to do, what my flesh desired. So even though I had that foundation doesn't mean that I um, always hung on to that, that I didn't um, stay the course, so to speak. Um, I did. I went off on my own way and realized very quickly that, ouch, <laughs> that our own way is not, um, not Jesus's way. And it's, it's not good. So so you said that was the first time. So then was there a second time? Yeah, there's actually um, fast forward from very early childhood to early adulthood. And um, I, I had obviously strayed from the Lord and went out about my own way during um, high school and early college. And I wanted to live life to the fullest, I thought. <laughs> And it was, um, it was fun in the moment, but then whenever I had to wake up one day and realize how much heartache and, um, just brokenness that had came from that lifestyle, I had to face myself one day and say, what are you doing? What is going on in your life? Where do you want to go in life? Cause at this point I had quit going to college and, um, we were traveling um, with my now husband, we were dating then, um, we were traveling with his job and I found myself just in the lowest of low places. And I was searching, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? And there was this woman who lived next door to us who, um, I, she would play outside with her kids. She had small kids at the time and, um, she would play outside with them and I would walk the RV park. And one day I, she had reached out and just talked to me like, Hey, how are you? And, and I, that began a relationship with her and I saw Jesus in her. Um, I saw the way that she loved her husband. I saw the way that she postured herself and that how she loved her children and how she handled hard situations. And I was attracted to that in her. And, um, that was another moment in my life where, um, God drew me in back to him. And I'm so thankful for that because she taught me, um, what it looks like to truly love people, um, unconditionally people who, who were ugly people who are mean and bitter, um, people who didn't deserve her kind of love, <laughs> but she still loved them. 
And that was huge to me. And at the time, I remember thinking, she, she's got it all wrong. She is, I would not put up with that a day of my life because I was this very strong, young, independent woman. And um, absolutely not. Nobody's going to treat me like that and me still love them unconditionally. Um, my heart was very hardened at that time in my life. And, um, but she was the, the door that opened me up a little bit, just softened my heart a little bit, just to refine Jesus. And that launched me into, um, the whole decade of my twenties, <laughs> which were crazy. That's pretty awesome. Isn't it amazing though? I feel like in this world, how, um, everyone says you got to love each other, but that whole strong woman, nobody's going to tell me what to do. That is really what's promote promoted in like mainstream world. And, um, and I admit I have completely fallen victim to that myself in, but truly understanding love. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. I mean, that is what Jesus said that those are his two most important things, love God and love everyone else. That's what he said. <laughs> um, but it's not always easy to walk that way. So how amazing is it is that you had a woman who was able to show you that and open that door and, uh, just the obedience that you had to do it. And that's what we talked about a little bit before we got on, on uh, this podcast today was obedience and about how that has worked through your life so much. So moving into your twenties, how did that look for you? And, and what chapters were opened when you decided to walk with Jesus? Wow. I, okay. <laughs> I hope you're in for a ride today because it, <laughs> that. I mean, it still is. I'm, I haven't got off the roller coaster yet, but it's incredible, but it started, um, with, with making my relationship with the Lord, right. And so, um, that was surrendering all that I, I thought I wanted to him. And part of that was making my relationship with my boyfriend <laughs> right before the Lord. And, um, we had already been living together for six years. So it was, um, it was past time. So in my heart, I knew that I had to um, get married and make that relationship right with the Lord. And that started a whole life of obedience. Um, whenever I was, um, convicted of, of my relationship, I knew that what I was longing for was for more. And, um, it all had to come from a place of obedience and not, not a place of, um, if you're going to be this Christian woman, you have to do these things. You it's, um, it's not legalism or, or the law. It is simply saying, I surrender all of myself to Jesus and out of, um, reverence, out of honor and respect to him, I want to honor and obey him. And so, um, we did, we got married and, um, we had a couple of children, which is absolutely incredible. I love being a mom and, um, I prayed <laughs> for a long time to be a mom and exactly the children that I desired and the Lord gave me that. And I'm, I'm so thankful, but I believe that that is a product of obedience. And so my whole life, um, up until this point, I, I see these areas that are 
literally that, a product of obedience. Like I said yes to God, no matter how crazy it seemed. And I just trusted him in every aspect. And so at this point, this was like 2013. And I just remember um, saying, God, I'm yours. And there were so many struggles in that time in my marriage, because I I thought that getting married would fix everything and that um, somehow a marriage certificate would be like the key to happiness. And it wasn't. And I was like, uh, but you said God, right? Um, how often do we do that? Um, try to throw it back in his face. <laughs> Goodness. Um, immaturity is what that is. But he worked with me in those areas. Do you know what I mean? He loved me in those places and he took me to the next thing. And so we, we worked together for years, um, just cultivating a relationship. There was no outside influence. Um, and I am so thankful for that. It was just me and Jesus for years. And I would dig into the word. Um, that was, that's a huge thing in my life and um, was actually reading the word for myself. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, just hearing sure. it, but digging into the word and transform my life completely. Actually reading the word and allowing it to come alive in me. Um, it's a product of obedience, saying, God, I, I hunger for your word. And then actually opening the Bible because it's so easy to get busy or to get distracted and to not make time for it. But um, it is it is vital to our lives as women of faith to be in the word every single day. And fast forward a few years <laughs> to... 2018. Um, that was the year. God is just cool. He is so faithful and so good. Um, all of these years cultivating this relationship, 2018, I found myself in another low point of God. Now I know who you are. I know my identity in you, in my head. I had a head knowledge of my identity. I, I started to know the scriptures because I had been reading the word now and I found myself in this like pit and I'm like, what is going on? Why am I so um, depressed? Why am I so angry and bitter? And my marriage is horrible and I'm mad at everybody around me. And how can I be this Christian woman? And still feel this way. I somehow thought that being a Christian and actually being obedient um, would somehow make all of the hardships go away. That was wrong. It didn't. Um, it, it actually almost invites them in. <laughs> it's just testing our faith, do you know? So um, I found myself at this really horrible place. And I remember scrolling through Facebook. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom at this point of my life. And I had way too much time on my hands. And I remember scrolling through Facebook and I had saw an ad for a women's conference in Colorado. 
And I'm like, Ooh, that's really, that would be really cool. And, but I kept scrolling because, um, the reality of that happening was non-existent. Um, who was going to keep my kids? Cause my husband worked lots of hours and I was a stay at home mom with two small kids. There was nobody to watch them. I felt like, um, I couldn't ask for help. And I really didn't have the money to take this trip. We lived in Oklahoma at the time and it was in Colorado and it was like 12 hours away. So I had to think about this long trip. I had to think about um, housing. Whenever I got there, where would I stay? Um, There was a lot to go into it. And at the moment, I didn't see how any of it would work out. And I kept scrolling. The next day, I'm on Facebook again, scrolling. I see the ad and I'm like, God, can I go? And it was just a simple question. Um, There's a reason that I saw this two days in a row and I've never been to this place ever in my life. Can I go? And he said, well, do you want to go? Wow. Right. Mm -hmm. He asked me, well, do you want this? And I said, yes. And that was like another huge moment in my life that drew me closer to him. In the matter of two days, I, I called my husband on his lunch break and I said, Hey, I really want to go to Colorado to this women's conference. And I know there's a lot that's going to have to be planned to make it happen. But if it all works out, do you mind if I go. And he was like, we'll go. That was huge. (laughs) So I got a babysitter. (laughs) My mom, so thankful for her. She kept my kids for the three days and all of the finances worked out to where it, it caused no strain on my family. That was my big deal. It wasn't necessarily that we didn't have the money. I just didn't want it to cause any kind of strain on my family. And so, um, all of it worked out. I got online. I found the cutest little inn ever. And, um, it was available for those three days, like in that short of notice, it's just crazy how it all worked out. And so then the very next weekend, here I go all alone, completely by myself on a 12 hour road trip to Colorado. I had never went anywhere by myself, nowhere without my husband, without my kids, without my parents. Um, I'd never went anywhere alone and I was obedient and I went and I said, yes. And on this trip, the Lord began to just pour into me. Like I have never experienced before. Um, just constant conversation with God. And, and the whole trip, I was just like worshiping him. And it was absolutely incredible and life changing. And out of that, out of that simple, yes. Um, it took a step of faith there to line, to have trust in him that he could line all of that out and to actually be bold enough to to go on a trip by myself. Um, I know for a lot of people that probably isn't a big deal, but to me at that stage of my life, it was huge. Um, I was terrified. I, I literally remember getting there to the hotel or the little inn and 
I like ran to my room and shut the door behind me because I was so scared to be alone. Like I just thought that maybe somebody was going to like jump out and kidnap me or something crazy. Like I had all of these wild imaginations. Um, And so I was terrified to be alone, but I went and it opened a lot of doors for me. Um, At that moment, I realized what it was to be alone with the Lord. I had never experienced that because you have to think I already had kids. And so all of these years um, that I'm growing my relationship with the Lord, it's like I had two small children and your time is consumed by them. Like that is our job as moms is to raise up our kids. And, and I had never felt what it actually felt like to be alone with the Lord until that moment. Okay, sit tight, everybody. The second part of this episode comes out tomorrow. So make sure to jump on and listen to part two of this amazing interview. I am so honored that you showed up today to listen to this little podcast talking about big things. If you want to comment, share, laugh, or cry about what we talked about today, then you need to join the Facebook group where you can have a safe space to do all the sharing because we kind of need people in this big old world that understand. And if you are like, heck yeah, that was awesome. Where can I get more? First hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and then hurry on over to findingfaithabove.com where you will find so much goodness all created just for you because I really do love you guys. I've been where you are at and I want to help you have all the hope and none of the lost. Resources, art, Bible studies, it's all there just for you findingfaithabove.com. Wishing you all the best in love in Jesus' name. See you next time.